six games out now from Brian's uh, prediction column. Um, who would have thought Seattle going to Munich on Sunday? Six and three. Um, a bit more so, you know, fun to watch. Have to give it to Gino. Have to give it to Kenneth Walker. And have to give it to Pete Carl. I know we've been very down on him, Column in recent years. He's done a great job this season. Um, and I, I picked the Cardinals last last night. And uh, many other people did as well. Sound like Donald Trump here. But... Um, I'm I'm excited to see Gino on Sunday. I'm excited because I genuinely think they'll beat the Bucks on Sunday. 100. percent They're by far the better team offensively. Welcome, go. welcome aboard the Seahawks uh, hype train. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> certainly, Brian Brian started it. I think I've been on board for a while, and we've got we've now brought Michael on board. Um, yeah, the, the, to me they. They, they always looked um, in, in control of this yesterday. Like the reaction for, from Gino, he threw the pick six and he immediately responded. Um, and they they just uh, right across the, the field, they, they're all playing for, for each other. Um, they they have two solid um, receivers. The, the defense, the rookies are, are playing really well. Again, it's the response, right? Um, Cross made uh, a really bad error, gave away a bad penalty on a false start, didn't let it affect him. How often have we seen with rookies that they can get into a spiral? Um, so the, I, I was just really impressed um, for for the cards. Um, with I think even um, you know Jason and, and Mark Hogan, uh, two of the more optimistic cards fans I know. Are, uh, are are down uh, cliff. I, I think the I mean the, the the clock is ticking there. It's it's been a nightmare uh, for for them, and they probably will end up cleaning house as well. Um, but for the the Seahawks, yeah, they go to Munich um, as I would say the the favorites and the better team. Brian, people giving Jeff Saturday a lot of guff the night. Guff's like the new word in the show, and. Um, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury's not that great either, is he? You're talking about Mark Hogan and, and uh, Jason Hayes. I think they'll be falling off a cliff at this stage. It's getting so bad there with that head coach. They're still in that position in Arizona. Um, look, the most impressive part for me, I felt, with yesterday, Colm's right, in, like, there were so many adversity moments in the game and they still reacted, but Arizona got back into the game, shall we say. There's 3.22 left in the game. The crowd are back in it and they drive 82 yards. Um, a great pass a pass and go to no a fan who takes it for 45 yards essentially closing out the game and that's what really good teams do they don't panic in difficult situations and Gino hasn't panicked at all this season he's got he's the only quarterback with six games with a 100 plus uh, passer rating um, he's only had eight incomplete passes yesterday he's playing at a level way above anything that we expected and I know we tongue in cheek about what I felt would happen to Seattle this year but that was more so because I felt Pete Carroll would get the best out of his team as for Arizona Colin Murray for me is just you know they gave him 250 million in the summer and had all these stipulated bill contracts and it came out and it was just it was a drastic situation and the owner must have buyer remorse of the season because we're just not seeing anything from Colin Murray and inevitably I think Cliff Kingsbury will be the fall guy here because Colin Murray's going nowhere with that contract he had 175 yards yesterday he's just he's not the player that we talk unfortunately the longest uh, reception yesterday was 22 yards just not getting it done and he still kept managed to stay in the game it's it's a bad situation. Seattle, I agree. Care favourites on Sunday. Mark, I'm playing Kyler on COD after this broadcast. Do you have a PS5? No, I have an Xbox. 
Xbox Series X, I think it is. Of course yeah, you know, that's one of those. Of course you PS two, PS3, PS2 was the last PS I had. Uh, look, I, I, I had a PS one. I mean I don't think Kyler Murray had one, but you know. No, I don't Brian, know. Brian has an Amstrad. <laughs> Commodore Z Commodore sixty four and Spectrum ZX, yeah. I, I, I had a Commodore. I, I, I just I had a Commodore. We, we got we one um when I was like seven or eight. But uh, go, going back to it, what I was trying to say, Mark, was that who? Somebody's got a lot of notes there. Um, sorry to everyone on the podcast. I am not editing that out. Uh, Mark, <laughs> Kyler Murray feels like he can respawn every time something bad happens, like a bit like Call of Duty. Yeah, no, that's a good analogy, Michael. Um, the, the, the reality is then sometimes he respawns and he flies through the level and he gets loads of kills and it's great. And then other times he respawns and he gets shot by a sniper almost immediately. And it's a terrible uh, level for him to be on. I'm, like The reality is those cards are so hit and miss. There doesn't really seem to be any consistency. You know, we, we can talk about the hot seat all we like. Can you point out Frank Reich? Can you point out think people like this? And it's like, well... Now with Reich's gone, who's next in the hot seat? Rule's gone and Reich's gone. I said, well, Cliff Kingsbury's seat and bum must be feeling very, very toasty right about now because really when you look around the league, who else would you think is going to be worried about their job and looking over the shoulder? He's got to be can they, hey, at this point in time. Um, for Seattle... He signed a five-year extension six months ago. No, if, if, his, if his arse is getting warm, his head's getting nice and nice and fuzzy. No, no, be happy you, enough. You make money out of it. Don't get me wrong, but like, I mean, seriously, look at the product that, that team is putting out on the field every time. And a lot of this is coaching. Like, there is talent in the team. There is talent. There are talented players all around. There, there seems little structure, little scheme. The offensive guru aspect, where is it? And do you blame Mar- look? Do you blame Kyler Murray for all of that, or do you blame Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury? I actually put a fair amount of blame on the head coach there. Although Kyler Murray's study habits still have to be improved upon, I would say it does really feel like hit and hope, which is basically run around a lot and then throw it up in the air to Hopkins whenever he gets free nail. Now he's back from suspension. Uh, it's it's a train wreck. But full credit to Seattle. Like, I mean, let's let's be honest about it. Brian called out Noah Fountain there. Shelby Harris had a great day in the middle of the defense. They've got a few draft picks, obviously, coming next year, so they can continue to build on that. That's a nice little haul for them. Um, but the performances they're putting in, I mean, seriously, go around the NFC. There's the Eagles, very clearly, top of the class. The Vikings, 7-1. and one. Is it a real 7-1? and one? We'll see in the second half of the season. And then maybe, say, the Cowboys. After that, Seattle has to be there. I mean, I, Brian, I would put the Giants there, but Seattle did hand them their ass a couple of weeks ago. So in fairness, I have to put them above the Giants. But I mean, would you have said they were a top four team in the NFC? It's like, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. Yeah. Even with nine wins. I mean, Brian and I predicted 14 wins, but still. Um, I, I'll keep up in it each week. Um, huge credit. Huge credit to Schneider. Huge credit to Pete Carroll. Colum's favorite coach in the entire world, do realize. Is that why you're not going to Munich at the weekend? You have missed it. I, I've talked about this. My, you missed it as well, Michael. I've talked about this now three weeks in a row. I have come out. I've held my hands up. I have forgiven Pete Carroll for everything other than USC. He has done an incredible job. And right now, it looks like the Seahawks pull the Broncos' pants down and the Broncos and the Cards find themselves with QBs I mean, who are, they're paying $250 million to and... Yeah. Oh no, I don't I, get me wrong. I don't think you should forgive him for many things you're doing. For example, they still should have run the ball in the Super Bowl. But uh, other than that, um, Jesus Smith, he has done an amazing <laughs> job. They've done an amazing job this year in relation to it. And 
quite rightly, they're leading their division. They look on course for things. And fair play to them. Fair play to Geno Smith. Like, in fairness, guys. Even when he had a couple of weeks ago there, he had a bad game. We were like, oh, was it all just a bit Cinderella-y? No. Um, he's making great decisions. He's performing. So If they, if they win the that division, if they win that division and they have a home, they'll, they're not likely to have a, play a World Cup game. <clears throat> Excuse me, but like nobody will want to go in and play in Seattle. You know, it'll be really difficult. You could see them making a bit of a run in the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna question that, Brian. They, I mean, okay. Sorry, there's only one buy. I was gonna say they probably get a second buy, but there's only one buy this year in Philadelphia. Gonna say be the home team because they don't like others to win the division. Yeah, I'm saying if they, they win the division, be second seed. I have the Niners still. I have the Niners winning the West this year now. Um, however, I, I will say publicly, um, in terms of the teams and leagues that I've dealt with over the last four years, the Seattle Seahawks stand above everybody else. What they have planned for Friday and Saturday in Munich is unreal. So it's going to be a good crack. Uh, bring on Gino. Let's jump on Sunday Night Football column. I was too busy eating a bagel this morning. Um, I said the Titans would cover. The Titans covered. Uh, I've seen, I seen the last few plays of Mahomes. Uh, Tell me about this game. What, what what intrigued you from this game last night? I have now decided that my mental health and sleep matters more than Patrick Mahomes. And I'm damn right. I missed none. They won the game. If it was January, okay. But no, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, especially when it's Malik Willis. Who done all right, it seems, to hold him. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this talked about it in the preview. The Titans hat were... Um, Andy Reid's bogey team. He they had beaten him four times. They'd beaten him twice at Arrowhead, and the it looked for a time that maybe they were going to do it all over again off of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is fantastic. Um, yeah, that's the Vikings, Michael. We can talk about that, but I thought we were talking about Sunday Night Football first. That's Kirk Cousins. Obviously, had a had a great game. Um, the Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Um, Mina Kimes described him as defying the, the laws of physics and uh, with the, the hop and, and, and skip. Look, this I think both of these teams felt that the, the refs did them um, dirty in, in certain respects. Uh, we saw Travis Kelsey chucking his helmet, his, his helmet, chucking an opponent's helmet. Um, but ultimately, the uh, Chiefs found a way to get it done, which is what they do and um it will be interesting to to see depending on josh allen's um, elbow injury obviously and how serious that might be the chiefs could all of a sudden um once again be the number one seeds in the afc i would commend variable again for a fantastic performance like they, they've, they've lost a very tough game but defensively again they played really well their offense only had one force down from the middle of the second quarter for the remainder of the game. From five minutes out in the second quarter, they didn't. They only had one force down for the rest of the game. So for your defense to play essentially two and a half quarters and, and still find yourself in a situation with four minutes to go winning the game, just you, you, you put your hands up and say he's just a great coach and then no matter what the situation, he just finds a way to keep his team in games. But you've got to give it to Mahomes. Um, I text Colin today saying, we go on about Mahomes being this and being that and being the fantastic quarterback. But when the game was on the line last night, um, he ran for 26 yards in that play. Um, and then he scores the touchdown. He scores the two-point conversion to get the game into overtime. They didn't play well last night, but when you need leaders, and sometimes you question whether he is a real leader for the team, um, he stepped up last night and again proved that, for me, why he's the best quarterback in the league. 
Yeah, times two. I mean, frankly, I think Tom Brady this weekend had the passed the record for the most fourth quarter comebacks and most game winning drives or something like that. But realistically, when you look around the league, if you really had to rely upon someone at this moment in time, like in 2022, at this point in time, who do you trust most um, fourth quarter to make the plays that you need to to win the game? Um, Mahomes is on that short list. If not, if you don't want to call it short list of one, there's there's a very limited number of, of people in relation to it. I mean, Josh Allen will always have a case. Definitely not this year, Aaron Rodgers, let's be honest about it. And and Brady's been far too inconsistent. There's been plenty of games that he hasn't closed out um, uh, and, and certainly hasn't been performing the first three quarters before that either. So in fairness, I mean, a scrape, uh, huge credit to the Titans. Colin alluded to it. They've beaten them in playoffs. They've beaten them in um, twice in the playoffs, actually knocked them out. Um, they've beaten them in the regular season. They, they are undoubtedly the bogey team. And you still look at that and kind of go, well, we've had a lot of criticism of the Titans at the start of the year because of the drop in talent, because of some of the trades that were made, AJ Brown leaving and everything. They're adapting well enough. They're still managing to put out an amazing performance. Huge credit to Vrabel, huge credit obviously to all the players and all the team there. But that was a game plan with their backup quarterback that nearly um, scraped out the victory there. So look, Chiefs have ground out a couple of ones they probably should have lost this season. This was one. The Raiders game, you would say, is another. Is that not the art of a good team, though? That Chargers. you win the games you're supposed to lose. Chargers as well, yeah. I mean, the Raiders one was the one that so to speak. But yeah, yeah, there's a few. But you win the games you're, you know, you you kind of otherwise should have lost. Um, and that's where Andy Reid comes in. And that's where Patrick Mahomes comes in and things like that. So intriguing, um, but somewhat almost inevitable. Thanos. Anish. He was inevitable. There you go. Thanos, that's the reference we should use. <laughs>